0: We got like peppermint latte vibe going on all of a sudden. Peppermint mocha over here. Samantha's like spoiling me rotten, bringing me coffee all the time now.
1: I know, it's making me go poor.
0: I'm freaking here the for it. The
1: $112 in my bank account is dwindling.
0: <laughs> Every time we go to Starbucks, it's like $20. I
1: know, and I have to get like a pumpkin muffin.
0: Yeah, well, obviously. Which is like $7. Right. Trista, what did you get this morning from Starbucks?
2: Nothing. <laughs> you weren't up yet, Dumplin'. I haven't had a pumpkin, mm-hmm. um, a pumpkin drink at all since it's come out. That's wow. not true. That is true.
0: Really? She's so mistreated. So
2: I tr- know.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so Tris is with us this morning. She uh, she wanted to sit in on one, so Samantha brought one that was appropriate for her. To, well, nothing
1: none of them were ever really appropriate, but
0: but she's here for it.
1: And I'm so excited because I made a poll last week of how much, how many, how many times you guys think about the Roman Empire. And I said that my Roman Empire is Tudor England. And then I was talking to Tracy, and Tracy was like, I don't know what that is. And I was like, Y'all let me know. Can I do this? And you guys said yes. So I went full force. Here we are. (laughs)
0: I'm so excited. You know, I like England history. Like, you know, the shows that are on Netflix or whatever. If I watch a show, like, that's what I watch. Like, Mm -hmm. I watched... um, I'm really into Bridgerton. I love that. Mm -hmm. Into... I watched the entire um, Queen Elizabeth story. I watch Versailles. Versailles.
1: That's France history. Whatever.
0: I like that stuff. Yeah, I like old king queen whatever of course i like the i watched the queen victoria one Uh uh-huh like i like that stuff okay and i mean my roots go back there
1: yeah so we we've talked about how i did the ancestry thing and actually the night that i posted that poll we were looking at i got our family line back on
0: my side your side, side your dad's
1: side back to 1500 right and um lady jane something i can't remember her last name her maiden last name it's like your 15th great grandmother yep and so we also found that the town in england is like
0: named after your 15th great grandfather yep so so there's ladies in my lineage so i am royalty i changed her name in my phone to lady mother to lady mother, that's so funny. I was like, I don't want to be called lady. I want to be called duchess or something. I was like, we
1: don't know why they were a lady.
0: No, we don't know. We don't know why. But but I'm here for it. We're here for it. I knew I was royalty. <laughs> I, we knew there was a reason you were such a spoiled brat. I knew. I knew that there was. So, I mean, for everybody who told me in my life that I wasn't a princess, literally, fuck off seriously <laughs> baby bear is very aggressive over here my today. dog is yeah like the whole everybody is here like the dog wants to be in here so we her name is violet she's an australian shepherd dog um she's just beautiful but we call her baby bear because she looks like a bear because she looks like a bear which is crazy because i'm terrified of bears but we call, she's looking at me with her tongue out like, are you talking about me? Are you talking about me? <laughs> she's. So when you hear a random whining, that's, that's that's just baby bear. That's baby bear. Just being being part of it. And Trista's is sitting like practically on top of me. So she's like, I want to be over there. I want to do that. But anyway, get back to me being a princess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all kind of full circle this week. So we're yeah. just going to like get a little bit of history. We're going to be history nerds today. Um... So, if anybody knows, especially to our, to our England followers, because we do have quite a few of those now, what does it mean to be a lady? What did like, that, can anybody be a lady? Can anyone be a lady, or is it like... Or is it special? Like, we think we're special. Yeah. Is it, am I as special as I believe that I am? I mean, obviously. Clearly. I mean, a town's named after your ancestors. So I feel like there's got to be something. There's got to be something. But if anybody knows... Please educate me because I should know this better than I do. But I, I tried don't. to
1: Google and we got mixed reviews.
0: Yeah, well, and as we know, plum tree—the internet is not always accurate. So, so what was the what was the um, consensus on the tree?
2: The plum tree.
0: Plum tree. Okay, yeah, that's what we thought. That's okay. That's fine. It's not plum fine. jam is
2: delicious.
0: Plum jam is delicious.
2: Oh. When have you had plum jam? At our dad's co- um, house, our dad tells her cousins make it, and oh. they give us the extras.
0: Oh, well, you should make some. I don't know how to. We'll learn. You like to cook.
2: <laughs> I like to air fry. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I feel uh, that amazing.
0: I like to air fry french fries and chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, oh, that's funny. That's good times. Okay, well, here we go, then. Let's do this. All right. I'm Tracy. I'm Samantha.
2: And I'm Trista. And, oh, my God, my heart. <laughs>
1: Quit pretending like you're sweet.
2: <gasps> oh, that was so cute. And I'm Trista.
0: And this is... God damn, my heart. <laughs> and this is the suspended sentence. Oh, I'm a soup sandwich now. Oh, goodness great a soup sandwich? What is a soup? That's going in the shit my mom says book. A soup sandwich. Like, oh my gosh. Like, instantly melt. <laughs> All right. If you would like to follow us on Instagram, <laughs>
1: Facebook... TikTok, Patreon, we're the Suspended Sentence Podcast. Our email is the Suspended Sentence Podcast at gmail.com. You can buy Tracy's book anywhere that books are sold, but preferably Barnes & Noble. It's IDP and the 13 Components to Criminal Thinking and Behavior. Girls
0: got it! Oh, I don't
1: even have the book in my lap this time. I know, I love it. It only took us 12 episodes. Yeah. That's fine. We got there.
0: I know. So Tyler has come out and told everybody yep. already that he is going independent from Minimus Fortune. Yes. Um, which, oh my God, I'm so excited for him. I know. I am so excited. And Tyler and I are going to have some exclusive stuff on our Patreon. And we are also going to have a case that I'm going to be covering next week. Um, where we'll have extra stuff on our Patreon interviews and stuff. So if you're not following us on Patreon, you guys get on there. Cause we're gonna have some cool stuff coming up um, on there in the next month or two. Some yeah. really cool stuff that you're you're gonna want to be there for. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. But Tyler, we love you so much yes. and we are so excited for you. And I've told him a million times. We're your biggest cheerleaders. We're so we excited are. for you. He is he is like he's our dude. He's our main guy. We love him. Yes, love him. So um, there's a bee. In here. There's a wasp in here, and Trista's like underneath me now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's
1: do this. Okay, born June twenty eighth, fourteen ninety one. Fourteen ninety one. Henry Tudor was born to his parents, Henry the Seventh and Elizabeth of York. And just to give you, like, if because I know you said you don't really know much about them, right? Right, so very brief overview of what was happening here is there was the War of the Roses, which is also known as the Cousins' War, which was fought between the Yorks and the Lancaster family, and they were literally cousins, okay? But they were fighting for the throne before this. And when it all ends, Henry of... Um, or Edward becomes king from the York side, becomes king. He marries a commoner woman. They have kids, right? And they have Elizabeth of York. Well, okay. then it gets overturned back to the Tudor line, which is Henry. And their agreement was that she Why? was... Just because that's how, I mean, they fight for the throne. Like... Okay. And so... Henry takes the throne, but the agreement between the moms was that he was going to unite the sides of the family, and he married Elizabeth of York. So Elizabeth's dad had been king, but now her husband is king, and okay. she, like, is now queen. Okay. okay. Does that make sense? So
0: she couldn't be, she couldn't take the throne by
1: herself? No, because women weren't recognized as, this is a 1400s, women aren't important. <laughs> oh. And that's something very important to think that's about. the this. 1400s, not 2023. <laughs> and that's something to kind of think about through this entire thing is how not valued women are. Okay? Yeah. <clears throat> so those are his parents, and he was born the third child behind his brother Arthur, the future heir to the English throne, and his sister Margaret. And Margaret would become queen of Scotland, like, when she marries. Um... Later, four more siblings would come, but only his sister Mary would survive infancy. Okay. Okay. So, his parents are thrilled with the arrival of Henry, not ge- giving them not one, but two potential heirs to the throne. You know, there's that, that yeah. saying, you've got the heir and the spare. And then the, yep. And so, they're excited because children deaths back then were... Very common. Yes. That was mm-hmm. not a weird thing. Like I said, four more siblings and three of them died before yeah. they were even one or two. Yeah. So they are over the moon to have two boys. Um, this secures their family line as well as the Tudor claim to the throne because now they've got two heirs. There's not the chance of somebody coming in and being like, "No, I have a stronger claim." Is very low now. Okay. Okay. In fifteen o one, Henry's brother, older brother Arthur, marries Catherine of Aragon, which is now like known as like Spain. So it was like Aragon and. It was like a bunch of smaller countries throughout then that were ruled by different people. Um, but now is like the greater whole of Spain. Okay. Okay. So he marries her, securing them a connection with, with Aragon. Yeah. Um, but sadly, by April 2nd of 1502, Arthur would fall sick with the sweating sickness and die at just 15 years old.
0: Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. This leaves at him- 15, he died, but he was already married. Yeah. That was very common. Because think about it, life expectancy by then, like,
1: most people didn't live until, like, their 30s. Oh, my gosh. So, you'd get married 13, 14 years old and holy shit. die by then. That was halfway through his lifetime by then.
2: What's the sweating disease?
1: Now, that would probably be, like, the flu or
0: <laughs> an yeah. ear infection. Just things that we have medication for now that... Anything, like, you that would give you a fever. You know how you get a fever and you sweat? Mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So,
1: uh, Henry, this, okay, so with Arthur dying, this leaves Henry the claim to the throne and leaves a young widow, Catherine. So, Henry at this time is 10 years old, and the idea to marry Catherine, his brother's widow, pops into the parents' heads. So, Ferdinand, her father, and, um henry the seventh are like we could keep this alliance going let's just move on to the next son here
0: at 10 years old (laughs) he's 10 yeah that's as old as bridger is yep oh my god so on june 23rd of 1503
1: (laughs) the treaty is signed saying that they will marry eventually okay when he comes of age that they will get married
0: When he comes of age, what is coming of age? Is it literally like puberty? Yeah. Okay. But the
1: thing is, is because she was married to his brother, they would need to go to, because this is a very Catholic country at this point, okay? So they would need to go to the Pope and get what was called a papal disposition, which is pretty much just saying that the marriage wasn't consummated between uh, Arthur and Catherine and that she could marry his brother. so pretty much the pope just has to like be like yeah that's fine you can marry your you got to have the church's blessing you have to have the church's blessing okay saying that yeah but catherine claimed that this entire time they never consummated their marriage that he wasn't able to but this has been widely speculated because apparently when the morning after their wedding arthur came out so thirsty and made a comment to like every all of the like servants and stuff and was like i'm just so thirsty because i have spent the night in the heat of spain and so disgusting
0: (laughs) and so what a 15 year old (laughs) thing to say i'm just exhausted i'm so thirsty because i was in the heat of spain oh my god but she was like yeah no he couldn't get it up (laughs) No, he's 15 and he hasn't had puberty. He has no idea what he's doing. (laughs) Oh my God, how old was she? About the same age.
1: Oh. Oh, Poor girl. Imagine like how scary this time was. You like get in a boat, leave your entire family, cross the sea, and just move in with people you don't know.
0: You don't know and then you're trying to, oh my God, reproduce (laughs) way too young, not even knowing what the hell is going on. This is two years older than Trista.
2: Sorry, I don't know how old you are. <laughs> I'm 12.
0: We're just going to get all the sassy comments from her today. I we mean, are. Y'all it. are about to see. So everybody who said, she's so sweet, leave her alone. Y'all are about to see. I'm Give an her angel. a minute. Ah. <laughs> well, so seven
1: years later, Henry's father dies. So Henry the Seventh dies on April 21st <coughs> of 1509. Henry is now 17. So we've got a better age. It's... it's it's better um and after his father's burial henry declares that he will marry catherine and that it was his father's dying wish for him to marry her so henry's wedding to catherine was kept low-key and was held at the farrier's church in greenwich on june 11th of 1509 catherine is six years older than henry
0: oh okay so 21 21
1: no 17 23 23 yeah <laughs> i was like gonna count my fingers i'm like i can do this So, from the moment that young Henry took his nuptials,
0: he was obsessed about continuing the Tudor line. This is what they were all... That's such a nice way of saying he was 17 and horny. (laughs) He was obsessed with carrying on the family lineage and making heirs. No, he wanted to be in the heat of Spain. (laughs) Jesus Christ. So, (laughs) they
1: had multiple pregnancies and several births. But only one child would survive. Um, And this was Catherine and Henry's daughter, Mary, who was born in February of 1516. Catherine would remain at Henry's side for the next 23 years. Um, And Henry viewed her as the model wife in every every aspect except one. Her failure to give him a son.
0: Her failure to
2: give
1: Uh him a son. Uh Uh Yeah. He was extremely frustrated at the lack of a male heir. And so Henry's eyes started to wander. Yeah. He had a brief extra uh, marital affair with Elizabeth Betsy Blute, Blute? one of Catherine's ladies-in-waiting. So, do you know what a lady-in-waiting is?
0: I don't know. Okay, so... I mean, I know that they, like, get her dressed and, like, give whatever she needs, like, to make her comfortable, but...
1: Yeah, so pretty much... It was, like, a very big honor to be asked to be a lady-in-waiting. And this is usually, like, through families. Like, if your mom yeah. was a lady-in-waiting, you were going to be a lady-in-waiting. Um, And, like you said, helped them get dressed, help them with brush their hair, yeah, draw whatever. their bath, mm-hmm. do whatever she needs, keep them entertained, sing for them, dance for them. You're pretty much, like, their puppet. Right. Sleep um, with their husband, whatever. Sleep with their husband, which, as you will see, is a big trend in this thing.
0: Um, In 1519, but Beth- aren't the ladies in waiting supposed to be loyal to the to the woman? Yeah. Corals are just as They're
1: supposed to be loyal to her, so. But when the king says, "Well, Pull, take off your petticoat," uh, whatever. In 1519, Bessie was taken in secret to Essex, countryside, where she would give birth to Henry's son, Henry Fitzroy, Henry's only acknowledged illeg- illegitimate son. So it's a big deal if you're an ill because Ill- Ill- kings were known to have affairs and have all kinds of kids, right? Like,
0: yeah.
1: bloodline is probably all over the place. You're probably chance of being related to a king or queen is probably pretty high because they were just popping out babies with everywhere i
2: have a question
1: yes wait are they related
0: who who
1: the queen and the king no she's from spain oh nope she's from spain she she was shipped in
2: oh i was gonna say if they're cousins they can't have a child together oh
1: back in then you could you could marry anybody so, for the fact that he acknowledged him, that made him, like, he was given lands. He was given, like, all kinds of things. That was a huge honor.
0: So, do they say that this is this is the son that came from... I from mean, Henry, yeah. No, did everybody know that it came from the lady's maid and not from the queen? Uh-huh,
1: yeah. So, he stays with its mother, but you just... He can't take the throne, but he is, like given like he's made like a duke and he's given land and he's acknowledged which is most of his children illegitimate children would live in like poverty so the fact that he acknowledged this one was like a big deal by the 1520s henry had developed a fondness for another lady maid uh, or lady-in-waiting anne boleyn and seven years later, he would um go to the Pope for approval f- approval for an annulment from his wife.
0: An annulment. An annulment. He argued. An annulment. An annulment, an annulment is divorce. Is sort of, but an annulment
1: is pretty much saying like
0: you didn't. Oh my God, she's twelve.
2: <laughs> and that, it... that he wants to have a child with a different lady.
0: No, that he didn't have. <sighs> He didn't have sex with his wife.
2: (laughs) Oh.
1: Which clearly he did. Because they have kids. So he argued that his marriage to Catherine was invalid because of her marriage to his brother. Oh my God. That it had been consummated. He cited in the Bible where it says, though, like, if you lay with your brother's wife, like, you will never have children. There's, like, that Bible verse in there that's, like.
0: Oh, that, isn't it funny how you can twist the scriptures? uh Uh-huh man of god but remember the pope (laughs) gave
1: him a papal disposition saying yeah "Yeah, go ahead man so because he requested it according to their faith in the eyes of god he's all good but now 23 years later he's like nah i think that the reason i don't have a son is because she totally banged my brother
0: yeah pope you're wrong i'm wrong oopsie sorry about that the
2: pope has to say yes because if not he can say off with your head (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Not to the Pope. Not to the
1: Pope. The Pope is God's messenger.
2: Off with
1: your head. <laughs> so, Catherine still claims like 100% no, it was never consummated. Like, I am your rightful wife. In the eyes of God, in the eyes of our country, I am your wife. They've been married for 23 years. Like, that's not... Wow. A
0: month and a half. And she's like courtship. almost 50 now.
1: Right. Jeez, she's old. So the easy. <laughs> cowgirl, easy. the so the 22. Po-
0: yes, my queen.
1: <laughs> so the Pope refuses Henry's request. He's like, nah, dude, that's your wife. You're not getting an annulment. You're going to stay married to your wife. So he is like, let's find a way from this. Away from this. He breaks with the Catholic Church. Uh and starts the church of england which is ushering in like the reformation of the like he starts (laughs) his own church and this is accredited to anne boleyn because she had been she had read somewhere in a book that said like a king should be the head of his country and his church not the pope and he was like you right i should be and so he just broke from the catholic church and starts the church of england
2: learned about this in history class. Then everyone else had to go and do that religion. And then later, then they switched back. And then they switched back. It's a thing. You know? Yep.
0: So he didn't like what the Catholic Church said. So he was like, I'm just going to do my own thing. Yep. So he sends Catherine away. Man, I really want Anne Berlin. So I'm going <laughs> to. She must have been a babe. Dude, she must have. He sends her away. Catherine, had he's like, heat. bye, girl. We're
1: divorced. Oh, he's my gosh. So- I just caught what you said. <laughs> and she was not to see her child. He kept Mary, his daughter, away from her. He took um, Mary's title as princess away from her and made her lady Mary. Like, took everything from her and sends her away. Catherine would die at Kimbolton Castle as a princess, not a queen. He took her title. On January seventh of fifteen thirty six. What an asshole. Mm-hmm. So going into Anne Boleyn, is that little, is that treason that I said that? Probably, but he's dead, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> going back to the, we're talking about Anne Boleyn here. So Anne and her sister Mary, you'll notice that everybody has the same five yeah. names in this time: Anne, Mary, Catherine,
0: mm-hmm. everyone, Victoria,
1: Victoria. <laughs> anne and her sister mary spent part of their childhood at the french court as ladies in waiting to queen of france queen claude mary would return to england sometime around 1520 and had a brief affair with king henry um and is rumored to at least one of her children is actually king henry's but it's an illegitimate child right Uh uh so this child was never recognized henry um then since he's done with mary he's like okay i'm bored of you go away and Anne comes to court and he is submitting with her clearly she refused the king's advances to become his mistress though she was like i saw how you treated my sister i saw how easy it was to disregard like discard of her like i don't want Right. You're not going to take away, because back then, being a virgin was, like...
0: Oh, it was a big deal.
1: You didn't get a good love match if you were, yeah. like, spoiled, you know? Right. So, if you weren't
0: Chase, you were not...
1: You were trash. Yeah, and so she was, like, either make me a commitment, dude, or, like,
2: nah. Wait, are you guys talking about, like, it was over TikTok that... Where that dude who was married to, like, seven... Six wives? Yep, that's yeah. who we're talking about. My I'm not so seven years
1: later, seven years later, Henry and Anne would be wed. Okay. Oh, he pursued wow. her for seven years.
2: Wow.
1: In January of 1533, Anne would give birth to their first child, Elizabeth. In September of that same year, um, so in September of that first year, she had Elizabeth. So January to September, that's, I mean, she got pregnant.
0: That's nine months.
1: Right away. Holy crap. There is a speculation that maybe she was pregnant that she had given in right before the wedding to, like, make him actually, like, send Catherine away. That's speculation, though. So Henry remained hopeful after Elizabeth that Anne would be able to give him a son. He, she gave him a healthy daughter very quickly after getting married. He was like, chances are you're going to give me a boy. Henry, um, but after this, though, they would have many stillbirths oh henry would soon lose interest in his wife and he took and then he would take mistresses right it's his gig Anne, on one occasion became so like mad about one of the mistresses that her and her sister lady rochford um had like a plot to get one of his unnamed mistresses like sent away from court And Henry got so mad that her sister-in-law was banished from his court because he was like, I can't get rid of my wife, but, like, stop plotting to get rid of my mistresses.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, So
1: on January 24th of 1536, Henry was involved in a very, like, infamous jousting accident. So this changes the course of history, and I'm going to be interested in hearing what, like, your thoughts on this are because the 44-year-old decides he wants to joust, right? Which, have you ever watched jousting? Yeah,
0: so stupid. And
1: so dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's all get on a horse
0: and full speed ahead, run at each other with long sticks. With long sticks and hope for the best. Right. <laughs> so dumb. It's so, such a man thing to and do.
1: And he's now 44 years old. He lunges forward, falls off of his horse, his horse trips, and lands on top of Henry. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> He significantly hurts his leg, like, open wounds, clearly very infected, like... Yeah. We don't have medicine back then. Play stupid games. Their idea of medicine back then was to bleed you, okay? They yeah. They would be like, oh, there's infection in your blood, let's just take your blood out. Like, that makes sense. Cut it off.
0: Yeah, something.
1: This injury would affect Henry for the rest of his life. hmm Okay. So Anne, at this time, was pregnant, and a few days after his Janu- jousting accident, on January 29th, the news of Catherine of Aragon's death would come from the Imperial Ambassador.
0: Oh, no.
1: Okay? Anne said um, that the stress from the jousting accident plus Catherine's death, the same day as Catherine's death, she would miscarry a male child.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Which there's
1: folklore that this was like Catherine's last like fuck you to anne yeah and was like the day it is weird that the day she dies yeah she miscarries a male son
0: <clears throat> yeah Anne's miscarriage was a huge
1: blow for both anne and henry yeah especially it's finally a boy yeah like and henry starts looking for a way out of his marriage
0: what
1: because it's always the woman's fault it's never yeah it's never anybody else's fault uh, first looking for a divorce from Anne. he Maybe starts, God
0: is punishing you.
1: Seriously. <gasps> uh, he originally starts using the excuse that he had had relationships with, relations with her older sister. Trying to use the same thing of how yeah. he was getting out of his marriage with Catherine, right? So this didn't work, so he starts looking for another way out. Anne would be arrested on May 2nd of 1536 and taken to, by barrage to the Tower of London on charges of adultery and treason. She was informed that she was being accused of committing adultery with three different men, Mark Smeaton, her musician, Sir Henry Norris, and a third unnamed man at this time. She was told that Smeaton and Norris had already confessed to sleeping with her. Sir Henry Norris had been taken to the Tower of London at dawn that day, and Mark Smeaton was to be also to be imprisoned there, the only one of the men to be kept in chains the entire time. George Boleyn, Anne's little brother, would soon be joining them there.
0: I'm waiting for some reaction from you. So, the woman can't have sex with other people, but the man can have sex with other Uh people? Yep.
2: Mm -hmm. Mom, don't forget, women didn't have rights back then.
1: She's property. Henry's the king. So, George Boleyn. She's the queen. Doesn't matter. George Blen, her little brother, was accused was um, arrested for charges of incest with his older sister. Oh my gosh! And treason. He was accused by um, two incidents of incest in November of fifteen thirty five at Whitehall, and the following month at Altham. The accused were all found guilty and condemned to death. George Blinn and the other accused men were uh, were executed on May 17th of 1536. Because
0: the judge, or the king said,
2: Off with your head.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anne was also found guilty of all charges, and she was originally sentenced to be burned to death.
0: Oh my god. Okay.
1: But Henry being the kind, kind, loving loving man that he is, he commuted her sentence from burning to beheading.
0: Oh, that's (laughs) sweet. That's
1: nice. And out of kindness, he, and, you know, she is a queen. Instead of having her beheaded with a common axe, which was the English way, he brought in an expert swordsman from France to
0: perform her execution. Which really is an honorable, noble way to die. I mean, unless you're being falsely accused so that your husband can go fuck somebody else. Unless you're... Oh, sorry, Trissa. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, babe.
2: Can I... I have a question. At the end, can I play the song where they go through everything that happened with their wives? Yeah, this might
1: this might be a part, a two-part thing. So, yeah, at the okay. end of the second one.
2: She thinks it's funny. Oh, my gosh.
1: On May 19th of 1536, Anne was beheaded for her alleged crimes. That day, after a brief uh, farewell from her weeping ladies in a request for prayer, she knelt down as one of her Her ladies, weeping ladies
2: mm-hmm.
0: who were sleeping with the king. Her weeping ladies,
2: yep. Did you want them who were hide? so
0: sad that she was dying, but they okay. I
2: don't
0: know. One of her ladies approached,
1: <laughs> tying a blindfold over her eyes. The execution was done in one swoop because he. The French way of doing it is they would hide the sword in a stack of hay, and they would say, "Hey, boy, grab my sword." Which, instinctually, if you hear that, you're going to turn thinking that it's the opposite way. As you would pull the knife out and huh. do it. So that you don't have time to flinch or react or hear mm-hmm. the sword. And it's... <sighs> I mean, honestly, if I was going to get beheaded, that's
2: how I would want to get beheaded. Yeah. But... Uh. No, Sam, you'd want them to chop your head off piece by piece and take five swoops at it.
0: Told you she was oh. psychotic. Holy shit. So, the execution... <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm worried about saying sex in front of her. She's She's like... like,
1: I just feel like my blood pressure rose a lot. (laughs) So it was completed in a single stroke. Um, It was witnessed by Thomas Cromwell, Charles Brandon, First Duke of Solvix, the King's illegitimate son, Henry Fitzroy, the Mayor of London, as well as um, other representatives and the sheriffs of the town. Most of the king's council was also present for her execution. She was later buried in an unmarked grave in the Chapel of St. Peter. The thing is, is the king didn't think about a coffin for her, and so they had to find something to put her in. And they only could find a box that was too small for her, so they had to lay her head in her lap. They couldn't, oh like, put God. her back together.
0: That's so nice.
2: Even it's nasty.
0: That's so respectful.
2: Yeah,
1: her skeleton was identified during renovations in, to the chapel in 1876 during the reign of Queen Victoria. So, um, years what four hundred years later, they had no idea where she was because right, it was unmarked. It was unmarked. Um, yeah. but they were able to identify her through her skeletal remains during that renovation.
0: And she died just so he could have sex with another woman.
1: Mm -hmm. Because he wanted to be rid of her. That's
0: awesome. She is by far the
1: most studied of King Henry VIII's wives. Um, Not much of her life remains really a history, including the terms of her execution. Although we know that Henry annulled his marriage to Anne two days before her execution, um, we do not know the... like specific legal pretext on why he was able to annul that marriage two days before, mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: but many historians also believe that Henry fabricated the charges against Anne to be oh a hundred percent justice for baby
0: Anne. Okay, though, because she and a lot if of his... he'll cheat with you, he'll cheat on you. That's true. He was married before, like she she was not, and I mean I'm on her side. Like this is this is bullshit. However, yeah, I mean. If you're going to be with a man that does that to us, what do you expect? He was a horrible person. I know. I mean, is it sad? Absolutely. Did he pull one over on you? Absolutely. However, if he'll do it for Um, you, he'll do it to you. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, is I
1: always say justice for sweet baby Anne because in the media, Anne is portrayed as, like, this, like, evil plotting woman that, like, Allured lord the man and she knew that's why she played the seven game year so that she could like take the throne like she was a lady in waiting she was not a woman of power no he was she, a dog he knew like this i don't think she orchestrated becoming queen of england no <laughs> i think that she just didn't want to have sex with stanky henry and <laughs>
0: And be ruined without some sort of commitment. Right. Yeah.
1: Days after Anne's execution, Henry would marry his third wife.
0: Weird. This Weird.
1: Is oh my God, what? Jane Seymour, and I'm sorry, Jane Seymour is like my least favorite of his wives, but Jane was not a, high, a highly educated as Henry's first and second wives. Um, she could read and write a little, but was much better at needlework and housework because that's how she had been raised, right? She was raised to be like... Not a king's wife, right right, so she wouldn't need to like speak a bunch of different languages and know how to read and write, and like that wasn't important for
0: that time period it doesn't sound like it's important at all. it sounds like the only thing that is important is producing boys mm-hmm. and keeping your mouth shut, yeah. Jane had
1: served as a lady waiting to both Catherine and Anne.
0: Weird.
1: Anne Boleyn and Jane Seymour's mothers were first cousins. Okay, so he's burying her cousin. Who they shared the same grandmother. They were raised together for a time. Anne did not uh stand meekly aside when Henry's interest in Jan first became apparent though. We know from sources that the pair came to blows on more than one occasion in the court. In one account, Anne saw Jane was wearing a locket, and she asked her to see what was inside the locket. To Anne's displeasure, when she opened it, it was a like painting of Henry that he had given her. Mm. And report was that Anne flew into like, a wild rage and ripped the locket off of her neck yeah. so fiercely that it like sliced Anne's hand. Oh, wow i don't blame her no i would have been pissed too like, like you're standing here in my bedroom as my lady in waiting wearing my husband on your neck like
0: right
1: nah So and think about like what metal was like it's not yeah. like the cheap little necklaces not, that yeah. we wear today it's like, not like it's the like
0: light stuff That yeah
1: <laughs> jane was highly praised for being a gentle peaceful woman um, and her only in reported involvement in national affairs was in 1536. So it was very common. Normally, the council would come to the queen and say, okay, so the king has to show very strong in this situation. You need to go in and beg for mercy and so that he can give mercy. But it would be like a planned thing, right? Where the king would be like, okay, I have to look strong. My wife needs to look like she's being merciful. Yeah. Have her come in and like...
0: Merciful. Beg for love.
1: Merciful.
0: Yeah. I <laughs> love yeah, the way you said that. Merciful.
1: <laughs> um, right? Does that make sense? Yeah.
0: Well, so she...
1: <laughs> there was something called the Pillow Image G- of Grace where there was just... I don't know how to explain this perfectly. Where... She wasn't agreeing with the treatment from the, like, king, right? So she takes it upon herself in 1536 to go in and, like, throw herself on the floor and beg for mercy and beg for people to be pardoned and all of this. And he commands her to stand up and reminded her of what happened to his last wife that meddled in his affairs. Oof. Think about how scary that would be. Oof. So that was the only time she got involved in politics. She was like, okay, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I'm going to keep my mouth shut. Let, yeah. So Jane would form a close relationship with her stepdaughter, Mary, from Kath- Catherine of Aragon's daughter,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and made very many efforts to get Mary restored to court and to the line of succession. Mm-hmm. She said that she wished that she would be added back to the line of succession behind any children that she may have with Henry. She, but she brought this up um to Henry before and after she became queen and she was unable to restore Mary to the line of succession but she was able to reconcile Henry and Mary so he started to like let her come back to court let her have like meals with him again started to bond that relationship
0: why why didn't why did she lose her place in line because
1: so elizabeth And Mary, his daughter with Anne and Catherine, as soon as he divorced or killed them, they were not, those marriages weren't recognized. So, then they become, like, illegitimate children. Because he's saying that those marriages weren't real. Orphans. Oh, my gosh. So, (laughs) imagine you lose both of your moms, you lose your moms and you lose your dad, and you, like, now live in poverty as, like, like, that's so sad yeah in january of 1537 jane um, conceived though during her pregnancy she developed a craving for quail which henry would order in from all over like anywhere in the world that he could find quail he would have it shipped to her because she like craved quail when she was pregnant during the summer she took no public engagements and led a very quiet life only um, attended by royal physicians and the best midwives in the kingdom she went into her confinement in September of 1537, which confinement, to me, like, freaks me out. Like, the last month of your pregnancy, you would be, like, in a dark room with the windows shuttered up and, like, not allowed to leave your bed it's the last month of your pregnancy. Really? Which freaks me out. Yeah. I don't like that. I have to go pee. Well, like a, yeah. A bathroom, but.
2: Or chamber, even po- ba- yeah. chamber pot. A chamber
1: pot. On October 12th of 1537, Jane would give birth to a long-awaited son um edward who she had after being in labor for more than two days and three nights oh man jane was believed to recover after the delivery and edward was christened on october 15th of 1537 without his mother in attendance which was custom because they viewed giving birth as like it made you dirty so you had to be like purified afterwards because like giving birth somewhere in the bible i guess it alludes to like birth being like a dirty thing and so you it couldn't doesn't go allude
0: to that it's oh my gosh that's what they took it as yeah they were like you can't interpretation
1: so they were like until a priest can come here and like make you less dirty you can't go to the christening <laughs> so that was a normal thing so she didn't go to her son's christening but the day after the christening, it became very, very clear that Jane was very ill. She died on October 24th of 1537 at Hampton Court Palace. Within a few weeks, there was conflicting accounts of what her cause of death was. According to King Edward's um bibliographer, Jennifer Loach, her death may have been due to an invest, um, infection from a um, Retained placenta, where she oh, didn't give birth, yeah. the placenta. But back then, again, they didn't know that, like, yeah, that was supposed to happen, or if a chunk of it got stuck or something. Uh, according to Allison Ware, though, she could have also succumbed to um, bacterial infection, constricted from birth. Which, mm-hmm. yeah, there now is a lot of studies saying that it wasn't actually dangerous to give birth back then. It was the fact that physicians didn't know that you had to like wash your hands and you got more infection yeah. because it was not a sterile environment mm-hmm. um another medical consultation um that Ware had done said that she could have also died from a pulmonary embolism so
0: unknown
1: unknown at the wishes of the king jane was buried at saint george's chapel alongside where he would be buried in the future She was the first queen of England to receive a full queen's funeral since Henry's mother, Elizabeth of York. So it had been like 30 years at this point since a queen had had a queen funeral. Yeah. Even though we've had two queens
0: die, right? But they weren't given queens funerals. Well, yeah, because he was done with them. Right. And this one gave him a boy. Right. Gave him an heir. Right. He wanted to ensure that this marriage was going to stick, right? Because now he had an heir.
1: Yeah. So she... They had to like go back and look at notes from his mother's funeral and pretty much just replicated his mother's funeral because nobody, nobody knew how to do a queen's funeral at this point. It had been so long since they had had one that they were like, I guess we'll just do what we did for Elizabeth the York. And so they literally replicated
0: Nobody knew how to show any respect to a woman, so they had to yep. look it up. Yeah, they're like, they were like, wait, go <laughs> oh find God. the case notes on that
1: here. Oh, my God. So after this, Henry would stay a bachelor for two years after this. Oh, two whole years. Yep. Until his chief minister suggested that he needed to form an European alliance with somebody, right? Mm. So one of the first people that was sought out was Christina of Denmark, who famously said... That if she had two heads, she would happily put one at the disposal of the King of England. Oof. What a sick burn for, like, the 1500s.
0: Oh, man. What
1: a sick burn is that. Yeah. (laughs) If I had two heads, certainly you could have one. Oh, my God. Because his reputation is now, like, out there, right? Well... Then his chief administrator suggested that maybe he should marry one of the sisters known as Anne or Amelia of the Germany's Duke of Cleves. So Germany at this time, same thing, like, a bunch of little tiny, like, areas ruled by different people. So Cleves is a part of Germany. Okay. Um, Henry requested that the women's portraits, portraits be done, so he sends his, like, court Artist. Artist to go and paint them, and he brings them back and he finds Anne to be the more flattering. So but he's, he's already
0: had a wife named Anne. He can't do that.
1: You're. Well, give it a second because the next two are going to catch you off guard then. <laughs> so he's like, she's that one. I pick that one. And so she had received a no formal education again, but with skill in needlework and things like playing cards. She could read and write, but only in German. Hmm. So she didn't speak English. um, Nevertheless, though, Anne was considered to be a gentle, virtuous, and docile woman, which is why she was recommended as a suitable candidate for Henry. Do you know how old she was? I don't. Hmm. Because, once again, women are not important. Right. So when Anne arrived in England on January 1st of 1540, Henry... Fucking Henry... He, at this point, is, like, very overweight. His injury from when he was in the jousting accident is still, still there. Still there. It, like, never fully closed, and it would open up and get reinfected.
0: Oh, And gross. it was
1: said that it smelled awful. Like, he really? smelled awful. And he,
0: this they didn't, woman. didn't have some neosporin? No, <clears throat> Nope. <laughs> or iodine. So this woman had- Or alcohol or mm-hmm. anything to clean it? Yeah,
1: gnarly. Soap and fucking water? It was gross. She had never been to England, right? She had no idea what Henry looked like. He knew what she looked like. And so he dressed in disguise and went over and tried to kiss her as soon as she came in. And she was like, get off me. Like, you, what the hell? Like, I am the future queen of England. Like, what the hell? Well, Henry said that if she was his true love, he should just know her
0: who he is oh my god and so god. that's the
1: game he was playing yeah. so he was like offended that she just wasn't like oh this fat gross old man that smells like rotting
0: flesh is trying to kiss me right now he said and it was very um disrespectful to try and kiss a woman a hundred percent this is like german like princess like, absolutely
1: he said he was shocked that she looked nothing like his painting he said he liked her not, and that she was, like, ugly. She was an ugly woman. He
0: liked her not.
1: He liked her not. He progressed, though. He he pushed through her ugliness. Oh, my God. And he married her on January 6th of 1540.
0: Uh, he, he said that he liked her not before or after
1: he before, slept with her? Be- well, before. And according to him, they would never consummate their marriage because... When she undressed, he said that he knew she was not a maiden, that her stomach was loose and flabby, and her breasts were loose and flabby, insinuating that she
0: had had a baby before. Oh. So. And he's so fit and wonderful, right? hmm Yep. Yeah, he's not disgusting at all. Yeah. So
1: on June 24th of that same year, Anne was commanded to leave his court. On July 6th, she was informed that her husband's decision to recon, um, reconsider their marriage. He had the marriage annulled on July 12th of 1540 on grounds of non-consummation. And he had found that she had had a pre-contract, which is pretty much just saying, I'd like to marry you. And somebody is saying, well, I'd like to marry you too. Mm-hmm. In English times, that pretty much is like, you're saying you're going to get married. You're engaged. Even if you're like Yeah. Five, you've given you your word. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, with royalty, right, like a king can or a queen can marry somebody, but unless or until they consummate the marriage, it isn't a legal marriage, right? right. Yep. Right. So he said, based on the
1: non-consummation and the fact that she had had a pre-contract with Francis of Lorraine, um, that they could get a,
0: an annulment. A annulment.
1: So the so-called ugly wife, and I've seen her portrait. She was not ugly. <laughs> she was not an ugly woman. And let's remember these portrait, these artists that would go out and do portraits. That was their job. They were their job was to make sure that their painting came back looking like them. Yeah. Or they
0: wouldn't have a job. Right, especially for the king. So I don't right. think that. The portrait was probably that far off. Right. She said something to him or did something to him that insulted his huge-ass ego. When
1: he didn't kiss. When she didn't kiss him on the very first day getting to England, probably. So, the so-called ugly wife accepted this. Which most
0: men would see as, like, honor.
1: Right. And she's, like, smart, though. Because she immediately accepts the divorce and takes a very generous settlement from Henry um, six months after and she was given the title as the king's sister. So that was, like, a huge honor, right? Mm-hmm. So to go from the wife to now she's the queen's, the king's sister. He gave her Hever Castle, which was the Blinds' home, oh. as well as a couple other castles. And she got a very nice, like, monthly, like, allowance every month. And she... Was invited back to court
0: all the time, like, and she's not going to possibly get executed, right? So win-win, baby, right.
1: win-win. This keeps his contract with Germ- with
0: Cleves. Yeah. He
1: also one of his agreements though was that she could never remarry, um, because can't say that she's gross and not a maiden if she just gets remarried right away, right? Right. But she was like Anna Cleves is cool. She invested her money into brewing beer Uh uh-huh and was like selling beer (laughs) nice what a cool woman she lived as a king's sister until her death in july of 1557
0: yeah and seriously a woman back then give me money give me a castle tell me i don't have to get married and put up with a man's bullshit for the rest of my life where do i sign up seriously jesus i mean, punish me
1: yeah oh no poor me so henry then would um Fall in love with uh, Catherine Howard. Fall in love with. I love That's funny. <laughs> she is the second cousin of Anne Boleyn. So this is oh the second God. cousin of Anne's that he's marrying. Um, she was also the lady in waiting to Anne, Cle- Anne of Cleves in July of 1540, but when she was between the ages of 17 and 19. He's like 50-something now. Right. He's like, let me drive this home. Very obese. Very, like, they still have his, like, like, armor, it's massive. Really? He was huge. He's, like, old. He's got a stinky leg Careful thing. with
0: the old being 50 bullshit. In this time, that's yeah, old. Yeah, that is old. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's old to be with somebody who's 15 to 17. Like, that's so inappropriate. Yeah. So,
1: he was unable to walk most of the time due to stinky leg. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um treason oh Tree's so gross off with her head <clears throat>
1: <laughs> um sh- but he was delighted to have a new rambunctious new bride oh yeah i bet he right? was Catherine had really worked her way up so she was a howard which was Anne's mother was a howard and um Belen's mother was a howard and that's how they're related is Their moms were sisters. Okay. No, their moms were cousins, and then so they're second cousins. And she had lived with her great aunt growing up, which kind of had like a, almost like what we would consider like a finishing school now, where she would have like a bunch of women, young girls would be sent to her care, and then she would like teach them how to like speak languages and write and read and learn music and... Be proper. Be proper and raise them to be it. Lovely young ladies. Mm -hmm. Well, Catherine took a very good liking to her uh, music teacher. My opinion of this is 100% like she was assaulted by her music teacher. I don't think that she like was smitten with him. I think he was like in his 20s and she was like 14, 15. Yeah. And so that was like a scandal, right? Because they were like, she's sleeping with her music teacher Mm
2: -hmm.
1: well this was like deathly kept secret right so she gets she gets moved to be the lady in waiting for anacles this is like her in right that's like huge society thing he falls for her he marries her he considered he showered catherine with gifts called her his rose without a thorn like he was like smitten with his young bride but less than a year into their marriage rooms of infidelity surfaced, and on All Saints Day, november first of fifteen forty one, the king arranged uh, arranged to be found praying in the royal chapel. Uh, there he received a letter describing allegations against Catherine. On november seventh of fifteen forty one, Archbishop Craner led a delegation of counselors at Westminster Palace in Southwark to question her on her infidelity. So establishing an um, existence of another pre-contract um, between Catherine and a man named Durham, who was her music teacher, would have had the effect of terminating Catherine's marriage to Henry, because mm. she was already betrothed. But it would also allow Henry to annul-, annul their marriage and banish her from court to live in poverty and disgrace instead of executing her. Although there was no indication that Henry would have chosen that alternative, Catherine steadfastly denied a pre-contract, maintaining that Durham had raped her as a child. Oh, man. Catherine was stripped of her title as queen on November 23rd of 1541, and she was imprisoned at New Saxon Abbey in Middlesex, formerly a coven, um, coven where she had remained through the winter of 1541. She was um obliged by the privy counselor to return the ring that had once been owned to Anna Cleves that the king had then given to her. It was a symbol of removal of her um regal and lawful rights. The king um would be at Hampton Court, but she would never see him again. Despite these actions, her marriage to Henry was formally annulled. So
0: a man named Culpepper So but she lives. Hang on. Oh, <laughs> Just wait. I was like, he's getting soft in his old age. When she
1: so she right before she moved to the be a lady in waiting, she met a man by the last name Cole Pepper, who it was rumored that she was like she had, was in love with him. He was like young and good looking guy. She she loved him. But when the opportunity came to be and waiting. She saw an opportunity to move up in the ranks and not just be, I don't know how to say this, like, politely. She had a chance of being something better, right? Mm-hmm. So she took it. And in mm-hmm. that time, like, as a woman, you take what you can get. Yeah, for sure. And so she had left him and she'd moved. Well, a few weeks before she was arrested, Culpepper and one of her roommates from the home, both knowing that she had had relations with men before, showed up and demanded jobs in order to not tell the king that she was not a virgin when they married. And so she did. She hired Culpepper and one of her ladies. Uh. Okay. Well, this came out about Culpepper and Durham, and they were both arrested on December 1st of 1541 for high treason. They were executed um, on December 10th of 1541, Culpepper being beheaded and Durham being hanged, drawn, and quartered. Oh,
0: my God. Mm -hmm.
1: According to custom, their heads were then placed on spikes on the London Bridge.
0: Holy shit. (laughs) Isn't that gnarly? That's a message, doesn't it? Oh, my God.
1: They said that to get um, Durham to confess, uh, medieval stuff, like, freaks me out. I know. They would tie a rope into a knot and put it on your eye and twist it
0: Mm -hmm.
1: until... Ah. Until you would confess. And they it got him to confess. Well yeah, whether he did it or not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the royal a- baby bear <laughs> The Royal Asset Um of Commission Act of 1541 made it treason and punishable by death for a queen consort to fail to close to disclose her sexual history to the king within twenty days of their marriage
0: wow
1: or to incite somebody to commit adultery wow so they were all guilty of this right because they had been married over a year right with enough evidence uh so with having enough evidence that she was at least being promiscuous catherine would be executed for adultery and treason at the tower green on february 13th of 1542
0: oh my god she was thought to be about 20 when she was executed wow there is
1: folklore that there's no evidence of this but i if she did say it what a boss ass bitch but there's no evidence from anybody that was at her execution but some people there's like folklore that as she was about for her final words, she got up there and said today i die a queen but i would rather die the wife of culpepper oh no but nobody that was there but i think if she did say that nobody that was there would have put that in writing because the king would have been like cut off your hand yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: but if she said that like what a boss bitch absolutely have the last word seriously insult his little tiny baby ego seriously so from
1: here henry would marry his sixth wife jesus christ Catherine parr oh my god (laughs) on july 20th of 1543 so the next year a spirited and educated young widow um, with, um, with having three wives, she was the most married English queen. She was what? The most married English queen because she had had three, three husbands at this time. Oh, man. hmm She was the first woman to publish an original work under her own name um, in English and in England. Catherine enjoyed a close relationship with Henry's three children, Mary Elizabeth and Edward and she was personally involved in the education of Elizabeth and Edward. She was influential in Henry VIII's um, passing of the Third Succession Act in 1543 that restored his daughters, Mary and Elizabeth, to the line of succession to the throne. Oh, wow, good for her. Mm-hmm. Good for her. Yeah, on April 25th of 1544, Catherine published her first book, Psalms and Prayers, anonymously, and then published a book called Prayers or Meditation, which became the first published book by an English queen under her own name. Wow. Which is wild. She then published a third book, The Lamination of a Sinner, on uh, November 5th of 1547. On account of her Protestant sympathies, uh, um, she provoked the anti-Protestant officials who sought um, to turn the king against her. So she had had some, like, books on, like, Protestantism. And, right, this is, like, he's not Catholic anymore, but Henry is still Catholic. He's right. just saying he's the Church of England. But the Church of England was catholic let's call it what it is you know so they got word that she was like interested in protestantism and a warrant for her arrest was drawn up in the spring of 1546 so she got wind of this she got wind that a warrant was out for her arrest and she went she was like henry i want you to read these books i think you think this was interesting like i was just doing research because like So that we'd have more, like, things to talk about. And he was like, oh, so you're not going behind my back. Okay, call it off. Got rid of the warrant for her arrest. Oh, she's good. She's good. (laughs) So they reconcile. He gets rid of her arrest warrant. And she manages to avoid the fate of her predecessors. Bringing stability and peace to the court while also serving as um, a kind and caring stepmother to Henry's children. So, of all of Henry's wives, Catherine Parr was, um, had the most influence upon a wide variety of things, including court culture, religion, the role of women, and education of Henry's children. He made sure, she made sure his children were very educated. Good. Good for her. Right? But after Henry VIII's um, death in 1542, she outlives him. Oh, good. He
0: finally dies. <laughs> she is the one that survives. How did he die? Of leg infection? Probably stanky leg. <laughs> catherine was allowed to keep
1: the queen's jewels and dresses as queen dowager and about six months after henry's death though she would marry her fourth and final husband thomas seymour the brother of jane seymour henry's third wife oh (laughs) thomas seymour is also because now edward his son is king right okay and he is because edward isn't old enough to like rule a country by himself he is pretty much ruling England. So she's like doing okay for herself.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, at the age of 35, Catherine very surprisingly becomes pregnant. This pregnancy was a, a very big surprise as Catherine had not conceived during her first three marriages. Oh, wow. During this time, um, Thomas Seymour also began to take an interest in Lady Elizabeth, Henry's uh-huh. daughter, with Anne Boleyn, and Thomas had reportedly um, plotted to marry her before he agreed to marry Catherine. It was reported later that Catherine discovered the two in an embrace, and whatever actually happened, Elizabeth was sent away in May of 1548 to stay with a Sir Anthony Denny household, um, and she would never see her beloved stepmother again. Although the the two would send letters and still talk. Mm Mm-hmm. Elizabeth immediately wrote a letter um, to Catherine after she left and does seem to express some sort of remorse for what had happened. We don't know what happened. Hmm. Okay. Just, we know that they were embracing. We don't know if there was, like, relations there. Hmm. If there was, she is a child and he's a grown man, so. Yeah. Whatever. But that wasn't a thing back then, obviously. Right. So Catherine would give birth to her only daughter, um, Mary Seymour, named after her her stepdaughter, Mary, on the 30th of August in 1548. And Catherine would die on September 5th of 1548 from what was known to be as childbed fever. fever. As what? Childbed fever. Oh. The illness was very common due to lack of hygiene, like we talked about, and this was a year after Henry's passing. So during the English Civil War, um, Sturdy Castle, where she was buried was used as base by king charles the first leading to a siege and sack in january of 1643 during this time catherine's grave was disturbed and her monument destroyed her coffin was opened in 1785 1784 1786 1789 and then again when um, vandals would break into the coffin throw her corpse around and take anything inside it oh my god Mm -hmm. The last time that her coffin was opened was in 1817 when a local rector decided to move it to the crypt underneath the chapel. So her coffin was opened a lot.
0: Yeah.
2: A
1: lot.
0: Why? People just thinking that
1: maybe there's good stuff in there, I guess. It was vandals up until the last person. So she didn't get to rest in peace until 300 years after she was buried.
2: People Holy were just crap.
1: digging her up. So legacy from this, all of this, right? Henry and Jane Seymour's son, Edward, um, was king of England and Ireland from January twenty-eighth, fifteen forty-seven, until his death in fifteen fifty-three. He was crowned on the February twentieth of fifteen forty-seven, at the age of nine.
0: Oh my god! <laughs>
1: Edward was the first English monarch to be raised as a Protestant. And during his reign in uh, the realm was governed by a, a regency by his, by his uncle, right? So Jane's brother, mm-hmm. Thomas. Um, Edward would never reach mater- uh, maturity to govern England by himself, but he did change the line of succession, taking his sisters off as his next heirs, enlisting his cousin Jane Grey as his successor before his two sisters. In 1553, at age 15, Edward fell ill, and his sickness was discovered to be terminal. Lady Jane Grey, also known as the nine-day queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. just as for poor baby Jane Grey. She didn't want to be queen. She was just the cousin of the king, and he was like, you're going to be the queen, dude, if That's I That's what die. happens
0: when you're mean to your brother, Trista. Because <laughs> he was nine, Bridger's ten. You could be queen, and Bridger would be like, mm, she took my grilled cheese sandwich. She's not gonna be a queen anymore. <laughs> Good
2: thing I don't like roll cheese sandwiches. <laughs> um
1: so she is crowned after after Edward dies, Lady Jane Gray. Nine days later, she's beheaded for treason. Mary <laughs> What queen, <laughs> Catherine of Aragon's daughter Aragon's daughter, Mary, swoops in and is like, bitch, this is my throne. You're committing treason by sitting on my throne, and she's executed.
0: But she's the queen. Not legally. She shouldn't be the queen. Oh, my God. So she's the
1: nine-day queen. Nine days. Wow. That poor girl didn't see any of it coming. She was just, like, trying to mind her own damn business living her life.
0: At 10 years old. Minding her own damn business.
1: (laughs) So, then ha- uh, Henry and Catherine of Aragon's daughter, Aragon's daughter, Mary, would then take the crown after Lady Jane Grey. She is known as Mary Tudor or as Bloody Mary. Oof. You know the game when you were a kid where you'd go in yeah. the bathroom, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary? That's after.
2: I once got locked in the bathroom by a bunch of kids and they turned off the lights and yelled that. The janitor had to come and unlock it. Oh.
0: Really? Well, did you yeah. see, did you see
2: Mary Tudor? I hid in a corner. I didn't open my eyes. Really? Yeah. Wow. Also, Coral. Um, when we lived, when we lived, um. Wherever well, we lived. Yeah. Um. When when I was in kindergarten, they would play like that spoon thing, and then they would go in the bathroom, and then they would, and I would hang out with them, and they would try to scare me. <laughs> Wow. Really? Yeah. Really traumatizing. Oh, look at this trauma that I didn't even know happened. You got locked in the
0: bathroom at school? <laughs> yeah. I was in elementary. <laughs> oh, man. Well, huh. so she was not th- addressing that. Yeah, next. We'll be talking about that later.
1: So, Bloody Mary was um her nickname by her Protestant opponents because Catherine or Mary was raised staunch Catholic, right? She's Catherine of Aragon's daughter. That was like peak Catholic england right right and so as queen of england and ireland from july of 1537 and the queen of spain as she married the king um, king philip the second of spain she would rule until her death in 1558 she is best known for her attempt to reverse the english reformation which the king of england or the church of england that her father started he she was like no we're going back to being catholic because this was bullshit to begin with yeah Um, which then began, uh, she, oh, I just said that during the reign of her father. She attempted to restore the church, um, as well as one of the biggest and worst things that she's known as, she had over 280 religious leaders burned at the stake. Oh my my, God. During the Marian prosecutions. Why? That's why she was called the Bloody Bloody Mary, because they wouldn't- Agree to going back to Catholic, and she would just burn church leaders. Oh, no. Her deal. So then she died, and Henry and Anne Boleyn's daughter, Elizabeth, would be the last tutor to sit on the throne of England. I find this so funny to me, because Henry wanted a son so bad. Yeah. And what his legacy lays on is now we're down two children, right, over the course of like 10 years. And we are now, to Anne Boleyn's daughter. Yeah. And this is all he's got left. This is all he's got left is Elizabeth. Yep. Elizabeth I. Elizabeth I. She would sit on the throne of England and Ireland from the 17th of November in 1558 until her death in 1603. Oh, wow. Elizabeth was the last monarch of the House of Tudor and is sometimes referred to as the Virgin Queen. Hmm. One of her um, first actions was to establish an English Protestant church, because she was raised Protestant, mm-hmm. um, of which she became the supreme governor. The Elizabeth, uh, Elizabethan religious settlement was to involve um, into the Church of England, so she kind of makes like an offspurt of that, but like it's not just Catholic based; it's like Protestant mm-hmm. beliefs, right? Um, it was expected that Elizabeth would marry and produce an heir. That's a woman's job at this time, right? And there are no heirs after her, so there she's like, everybody in her council is like, "Homegirl, you need to like get married and have a baby." Mm-hmm. She never would. After many, many courtships, she said that she was married to England.
0: Oh wow! And she's like, "My family is cursed. Let somebody else take this." Uh- <laughs> Yep,
1: she would eventually name her first cousin twice removed, James of Scotland, the son of Mary Queen of Scots, to be her successor. Um, this would also be the com- like combination of with him ruling it. He really com- main like he combined like Ireland, Scotland, England into like one leadership, right? Because England and Scotland had been like at war for a long time when his when james the fifth's uh, mom mary was born she was crowned queen when she was like i think like five or six days old because her dad died mm-hmm. and henry the eighth wanted edward to marry her so bad that she like it was called like a rough wing where he would like start wars with her to like peer pressure her mom into like marrying her like infant daughter to his son Oh, my God. So, they had been at war for a long time. So, this was, like, massive for, like, the wars to stop. Like, she's saying, I'm never going to have kids. James can have it. Wow. So, she was the first tutor to recognize that the monarch was ruled by popular, like, popular people. Like, without people liking you. Yeah, you're going to fail. You're going to fail. Mm-hmm. And... Eventually, she became praised as a heroine to the Protestant because, and is known as the ruler of the Golden Age. She fought with the Spanish Amar- uh, Amada. She, like, would go to war. She was, like, mm-hmm. she was a badass lady. Um, she also later would become, like, beloved for the fact that she was, like, I'm married to England. I'm not gonna.
0: I don't need a man. I don't need a man. They're just going to betray me and sleep with all my lady maids anyway. Mm -hmm. She, um, as she got older,
1: people started, like, a lot of people she, like, cared about started getting sick and dying. And she fell into, like, a deep depression later in her life. And um, one of, like, her close friends died. And that kind of seemed to be, like, the last straw for her. Um, She was known the last day of her life to just kind of sit and stare blankly at the wall. And then one of her, like, servants came in and was like, you need to go to bed. And she was like, no. And then that night she died between 2 and 3 a.m. Mm. Um, she was also known that she could, you could always trust her to tell the truth. She styled her government, I mean, very well. She trusted her advisors. She...
0: Listen to very really tolerant. Did what was in the best interest of England, really. Some
1: people because we know because she's a woman, so we have to like say that it's not just because she was like brilliant for her time. Some historian historians just say that she got lucky. I don't think she
0: just got no, lucky. No, there's no such thing as luck mm-hmm. in the 1500s. Sorry. There yo. was
1: one rumor that I like love is um one of her like childhood friends, uh Robert Dudley. He was married to another woman who now we would have known that it would have been breast cancer she had like lumps on her his wife had like lumps in her breast and she was sick Mm
2: -hmm.
1: um but it was rumored that she was just waiting for his wife to die before she could marry him because she was like in love with him but then his wife like mysteriously was found at the bottom of her stairs it's not known if she was pushed or if she tripped but there was too much scandal around that for her to ever marry robert dudley
0: Oh, that's funny. Um, wasn't royalty... Royalty in England, they're not allowed to walk downstairs by themselves without holding onto somebody's hand. Isn't that true? Oh, I don't know. In Queen Victoria, anyway, in the show that that... that I mean, they're not allowed to... Somebody is to either always walk in front of them or hold their hand. I mean, that would make sense because if they fall... Because and... if they fall and they... Yeah, I mean, like, they're protected on every every Ain't front important. from every i mean that's why people watch them take baths and watch them like to ensure that they're protected at all times huh. right i mean that would make sense i don't know okay trista play your song <laughs> she's pretty okay here we go of Aragon, was married 24 years i'm a paragon of royalty
2: my loyalty is to the vatican so if you try to dump me You won't try that again (laughs) I'm that Berlin girl and I'm up next See, I broke England from the church Yeah, I'm that sexy Why did I
0: lose my head? Well, my sleeves may
2: be green But my lipstick's red Died James Seymour, the only one he truly loved When my son was newly born, I died not what i seem or oh, am i stick around and you'll suddenly see more yeah. Yeah. When he saw my portrait, he was like, yeah. but I didn't look as good as I did in my pic. Funny how we all discuss that, but never Henry's little prick. up your ears, Catherine, who lost her head. The head for my promiscuity outside of wed. Lock up your husbands, lock up your sons. Key Howard is here, and the fun's big Five down, I'm the. Fun.
0: okay you got to give music credit to whoever did that so we don't get sued or something
2: um <laughs> <TikTok>. <laughs> who is that at jared underscore TikTok. okay well we don't know we don't know who's saying it or whatever but the, like I think it's the Henry VIII
1: musical or something. Oh. But. <laughs> that's so, funny. But that's, like, my perfect, like, way to end it on that. Because, like, how, like, Anne Boleyn and Catherine Howard, like, I'm so sexy. Like, okay. Right. Come on, guys. Right. Justice for baby Anne and justice right. for baby And Catherine. shots fired with the pick one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so funny. But so that is, I mean, a brief overview. I could, we could start. I mean, oh, I Oh, conspiracy
0: tip. theory after mm. conspiracy theory after, yeah. So
1: that's a brief overview of Henry VIII and his six wives. Right,
0: and his big-ass suspended sentence. Seriously, because you're a king. You don't have to. Rules don't apply to you. You don't like the church? Just start a new one. Make your own rules. Do you, boo. I just think it's so funny that. All this, he did all of this,
1: and his legacy, like, Elizabeth I is his legacy. Right. The one that, like, you didn't want. You took away the throne from
0: all of them. Right. I think that's a little funny. Um, it's, uh, it's a little karmic, isn't it? Huh, well, thanks for that. That so. was, that was interesting in that I'm glad that you, um, know a little bit about it, Trista. You know, because. TikTok. You're a lady, if I choose for you to be one. Maybe I'll take it away. Oh, my gosh. Off oh, with a head.
2: Oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> so, justice for all of his wives. Because yeah. he was a shitty human being. Catherine of Aragon deserved someone better.
0: 24 well, years, you they put up all with shit.
1: They all did. They all did.
0: England did. Seriously. So, Henry... You suck. Well, he's dead. You still suck.
2: You guys need to talk about the Princess Diane thingy.
0: No. No. (laughs) No, enough with that. Back to...
2: Back to true crime. Yeah.
0: All right. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Stay safe.